Alright, so <clears throat> the MMA show. The MMA show. <laughs> First official. Doing it. So you wanted to open up with Bryce Mitchell and Matt Sales? Yes. UFC Fight Night Overeen versus Rosenstruck. <laughs> Rosenstruck. <laughs> I don't know how to say that dude's <laughs> name. Honestly, I didn't even... I mean, we're going to start with him, but just on Rosenstruck. I've never... Like, the name isn't familiar to me. Uh-huh. But I looked up his record, and I've seen every fight that he's had in the oh, UFC. Yeah. So I'm like, how do I not remember this dude? Especially because he's undefeated in UFC yeah. right now. But anyways, Bryce Mitchell and Sales. What you got on that? Me, personally, I'm hoping uh, my boy Bryce Mitchell... Can pull yeah. out a victory. Uh, I watched him come through the Ultimate Fighter. He was on uh, DC's team when it was DC and Stipe. Um, for many fighters that might not know, or fighters, uh, <laughs> fighter fans, yeah, fighters uh, <laughs> don't know. He is the fighter that got his testicles uh, fucked up with the drill. When the drill oh, yeah, yeah, fell yeah. on him and uh, drilled them all up and shit. Yeah, and if you have nuts, you know that's not fun. Yeah. That's not fun news. And for him to come back, you know, full recover and, you know, still want to fight. I mean, I've seen some pretty nasty groin shots. <laughs> yeah. It's all he needs is to fucking get a groin hit and fucking sack bust open. What about uh, uh, Matt Sales? Have we seen him before? His name does not sound familiar uh, to me. I'm not sure. I want to say this might be his debut. Uh, uh, I know Bryce isn't uh, He isn't ranked yet either. Yeah, and he's only had a couple, right? A couple I wanna, yeah, I want to say one or two just because of his incident. I know that took him out for a while. Yeah. I mean, any guy wouldn't understand. UFC's into fucking just debuting people yeah yeah like and it's it's like this whole thing now like they're gonna cut fighters left and right and they get debut right there yeah i know they're looking for the next big thing technically well but... they could also pay that new fighter less than oh yeah what they were yeah definitely the other guy, probably I don't, I don't know if you heard uh a little off topic but still mma uh mm-hmm. hannah burrow and liz carmos just got cut oh really yeah oh wow and people are like oh you're gonna cut liz carmos she was the first female to enter the yeah. octagon and i guess she was just doing like a ufc tour like with the troops and shit yeah about <laughs> say i saw something on that yeah and then they're just gonna let her go and th- there's this dude in the comments like bellator needs to uh have a little bit of dignity and quit picking up ufc scraps <laughs> and i was like are you kidding me yeah like, they're independent contractors yeah and plus that's like uh like you, I guess you could look at it as a, that it's UFC scraps, but in picking them up, they're getting that person's fans and more eyes on Bellator. Yeah. Bellator is able to pay those fighters more money than they're getting at the UFC mm-hmm. because they're allowed to have their sponsors and all that shit. So I just don't, like, it just pisses me off when people put stupid shit yeah. like that in the comments. But And in my opinion, if you're a fan of fighting, it doesn't matter the organization yeah, because yeah. talent is everywhere. Yeah, a, a good fight's a good fight. Yeah. Like, even if it's, like, the lower-level, like, beginning pro or, you know, amateur-level stuff, like, if they're evenly matched, it, it, you know, some of the technique might be sloppy here and mm-hmm. there, but it it could still be a good fight back yes. and forth, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's pro, like, look at, for example, CM Punk. 
yeah. versus Mike Jackson. <laughs> that shit was sloppy. It was, but you know what? I was I was rooting for Punk the entire time. I didn't yeah. think I would be a Punk fan, but by that fight, I was just because I could see like his heart. <laughs> Yeah. And the fact that he was truly going for it, whereas, you know, Jackson's just playing, you know, grab yeah. ass, basically. I, I had a lot of hope for it. I, like, I knew that the cards were stacked against CM Punk when he was first coming in because having oh, yeah. no fights whatsoever and then coming into UFC. But I figured, you know, him having a few years of training with Duke Rufus, Rufus Sport, mm-hmm. Anthony Pettis, everybody, that he would have a way better shot than... I guess what he showed. Yeah. You know, Mickey Gall just took him down and, you know, started slapping him around a little bit before <laughs> yeah. eventually. But uh, for what it's worth, I picked him getting the win. Yeah. I, I picked him to get a win. CM Punk against Gall. I mean, just in general, like, mm. you know, I, I wanted him to at least win one. You I know? had him against Jackson cause I was watching some of his training videos and he was looking legit, you know, yeah. more in tune than what he was before. I mean, you got to give it to him, dude. He fucking stuck it out all three rounds in that Mike Jackson fight. Like, yeah, I think he even know. stuck Jackson with a couple good shots. Oh, and I mean, he was getting ate up for sure. Yeah. Uh, CM Punk was. Too worried but... about his hair. That's one thing <laughs> yeah. I remember. But still, you know, you got to respect that he's willing to climb into one of the biggest fight organizations in the world and yeah. give it a legit shot. And he still wants to do it from what I hear. So, yeah. I mean, well, I, I'd give it to him. He just re-signed with WWE. Oh, uh, did he? Yeah. Uh I don't I don't know if the headline was real or not, but it said that he did. I'm not into the wrestling world, yeah. so I would just assume because hmm. you well, know, that's good a for lot him of money. Regardless. Yeah, it's a lot of money. But One thing I wanted to say about Bryce Mitchell though. I was gonna say back to that yeah. before we get too far <laughs> off. Uh Mr. Thug Nasty. Uh he's the first UFC fighter to get his own custom uh UFC shorts t- to where they are camouflage. So oh, he's nice. So hopefully tonight he might uh, debut him. I don't know if he has yet. I can't remember his last fight if he did, but that'd be cool. Yeah, hopefully uh, he's got some camo uh, on because I mean, in my opinion, the with the new ownership uh, and the new sponsor deals and all that stuff, it's just not a whole lot of originality. Yeah, like I I like the shorts that I guess the newer shorts, the Reebok ones. Yeah, I mean, they're cool, too. For some reason, though, America is the only one that I don't like. Like, just because they're, like, the red and blue, you know? And obviously not shitting on America, but, like, then you see, like, the Brazilians. They're, like, a bright yellow shorts with green writing. Yeah. It's like like when the Xbox comes out, if it's a white launch, you want the black one, the elite when it comes out. But then if it's a black one when it's released, you want the white one when it comes out. It's, like, special edition. I agree, and that's one thing I really hope in the future is... Even the UFC will eventually allow, like custom, yeah, like yeah. let people be themselves, you know. Yeah, and plus, I mean that I think that would that could potentially sell more than just the standard fight short, you know. And that could bring more of an audience in because when you're bringing outside sponsor, more outside sponsorship in, you know, that's more attention to yeah. more eyes. I mean, that's just what I would think, but then again, I'm not fucking Dana White. <laughs> yeah, but getting I'd back hope you're to not fucking Dana White. Uh Bryce Mitchell and Matt Sales. I do have Bryce Mitchell winning. Uh I would say he would probably win in the second round just because he's a, a wild guy, unpredictable. Yeah. He's willing to go to the ground, he's willing to stand and bang. I'm gonna get a second round TKO. Uh Bryce Mitchell. Okay, so while I'm jotting this down, 
Yes. Explain to the people the scoring system that we okay. came up with. So me and Kenny have a, cor- a scoring system where we pick a fighter and we pick a round and we pick a way of stoppage, whether it be decision, <sighs> knockout, submission. And for each one of those picks, we get a point. So for each fight, uh, you can score a maximum of three points. You don't have to uh, say if, a round if you don't want. You don't have to say if there's going to be a KO or submission. Uh, you could just pick a fighter. You said round two knockout for Bryce Mitchell? Uh, round two TKO. Yeah. Um, but regardless, you'll get a point if your fighter wins. So eventually we'll tally up all our points. I don't know if you want to do this uh, monthly thing or, uh, yeah, we could probably do monthly, like quarterly or whatever. We could always work that out, but, yeah. uh, eventually we'll tally up our points and see, uh, whose picks were the better ones of the two and, uh, which will be me. <laughs> Uh, so if any of our listeners would like to uh, play along, that's how we're going to do our scoring. Um, we're also personally going to score some of the fights ourselves. Uh, that way we could talk to you guys about that as well. Um, and you can see how novice I am. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know what I'm talking about until you see these results. So hopefully this is something you guys enjoy. And uh, like I said, if you guys want to join in, uh, that's how we're going to be scoring, and hopefully you guys have fun as well. So just to mix it up, I'm going to go against you in this one. Oh, yeah. I don't have a dog in the fight, so I'm <laughs> going to go with uh, Matt Sales, Sales, however you say it, probably Sales. I would say Sales because so he's American. I'm going with Matt Sales. What's his record? Do you have that? He is 8-2. and 8-2. and two. Yes, and Bryce Mitchell it, is 11-1. and one. And you said it might be his debut? It might be. It doesn't tell me his last fight, uh, nothing like that. He has more of a uh, KO, TKO, uh, uh, you know, way of winning. Okay, I'm going to go, percentage, I'm gonna go with decision say. for him. <clears throat> Matt Sales' decision. Okay. And then we were moving on to the the main event of the prelims, right? Which is Tiago Alves and Dirty Bird Tim Means. Yes. And I think we uh, probably both had the same guy on that one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm picking the Dirty Bird for sure. I got Dirty Bird as well. Yeah, so I wrote down some stuff here. So uh, the Dirty Bird's record is uh, 28 and 11 overall. Mm -hmm. Uh, His uh, last fight was a KO loss against Nico Price. Yeah, and that was, I won't even lie, that was sick. Yeah, broke his fucking ankle Yeah, when he uh, fell. But honestly, I thought he was looking real fucking good in that fight until that happened. Yeah, striking was on point. I've been a fan of the Dirty Bird for a few <laughs> years now, ever since I first saw him fight. And Joe Rogan's like, Tim Dirty Bird means. I was like, dude, you gotta love him with well, that Well, he truly fights like a fucking yeah, Dirty Bird. Dude, I mean, like I said, I'm not a professional, but I think it would be considered Muay Thai with mm-hmm. the, the clinch and the elbows yeah. and the clinch and all that shit, dude. He's got nasty elbows and clinch oh, for game. sure. For sure. He's so lengthy, too. He <clears throat> so, just wrap you up. Uh, Tiago Alves. Uh, I know I've seen him fight before. I'm also uh, a fan of him. I know he's got a really good uh, ground game. He's 23 and 14. Um, I'm going with the Dirty Bird in this one. 
Uh, I'm going to go with round two knockout. I'm going to go with Dirty Bird as well. I would have to say that he is going to win by... I'm going to go crazy here, and we're just going to throw it out. He's going to get a third-round submission. Third-round submission. I think Tiago is going to tire himself out like he's done before. He does show that he's got a good gas tank in some of his fights, but some of his fights he has also been pretty gassed, especially if he's whiffing. Uh, he ain't so. getting past the dirty bird elbows. <laughs> I promise that, dude. He's got nasty elbows. Like... That's one of those things, like, when fighters, like, they do something especially well, and, like, the elbows are on fucking point with the Dirty Bird. Oh, yeah. That's what he does good. Like, you know, Silva's nasty in the clinch, <laughs> you know? Stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, move on to the next. That would be the main card. Uh, yes. Okay, so. Which opens up with Rob Font and Ricky Simone. Yes. Ricky Simone is coming off the KO loss to Uriah Faber. Yes, but he was three and zero in the UFC before Faber. Yeah, yeah. he's fifteen and one total. Yeah. Uh. So. He's fighting Rob Font, who is sixteen and four. Uh, I'm not sure of his UFC record. He is ranked number ten. Uh, I'm not sure of his UFC record as well. But I, I have in, seen him fight a few times, so... I was in a rush on these notes, so I forgot <laughs> to jot a couple things down. I'm thinking Ricky Simone's going to come uh, come back from his KO loss, but at the same time, Rob Font's not a bitch, so... Uh, yeah, so I think uh, Ricky Simone's going to come back as well. I've always been a fan of him as well, ever since mm-hmm. I've seen him fight. But I'm going to go with... Uh, Fucking kick-ass mullet, too. Yeah, so before I pick uh, Rob Font, uh, his like when I was looking at his uh, record, it, yeah. it kind of seemed like a win one lose one type situation. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like the UFC record goes, yeah. And his last fight was uh, the or the last one that he uh, won was against Sergio Pettis, mm-hmm. and I think that may have been a decision. Decision. I think so. So okay. I'm gonna go with uh, Ricky Simone uh, by decision. Ricky Simone by decision. That's who you're going with too. Uh, no, I was just uh, repeating what you said. Oh, okay. Uh, I would have to go with Ricky Simone as well, and I'm gonna get him in a KO for round one. And one thing I also should clarify with our listeners with the game or the scoring system and everything is you can still pick the same fighter. Uh, it's just if that fighter wins, and let's say you said submission, and I said KO, and they won by submission, you would get two points, where I was I would get one for just the fighter winning itself. So, just wanted to clarify that for our listeners. And you said you had Ricky Simone winning? Round one, KO. Round one, KO. I heard you say uh, submission when you were breaking down the rules. I'm like, wait, did he say <laughs> submission or KO? <clears throat> Alrighty, so uh, next up is Geraldo De Freitas Jr. 
<laughs> versus uh, Song Yedong. Yedong is singing some songs. Uh, I thought that was Cody Stammen uh, versus Song Yedong, or did something happen with that fight? Uh, when I looked up the fights earlier, it said Geraldo. What's it say that he got pulled up? This is on the UFC's website. Huh. Isn't that Misha Tate's man, too? Uh, I think it used to be. Uh, she's not look, with look it up. Google it real quick, the card. Okay. And look, it, something might have happened. Because, yeah, it showed Ger- Geraldo for me. <clears throat> I hope that it's uh, him fighting, because that's who I picked to win. Who? <laughs> uh, Geraldo. Versus Song Yudong? Yeah. I would definitely get Song Yudong. You think? Oh, yeah. That's just me. But then again, you know. You do you, boo-boo. Yeah, because you're going to see me winning. <clears throat> you're going to see me um, winning. Let me Is see. Is it a... Let me see. Because Song Yudong, I know I've seen him fight before. But you I... know what? Something might have happened because I'm also seeing Geraldo. So... Are you were you gonna pick Song Yudong anyways? Uh yeah. And you're still picking? Uh yeah, I'll probably still pick, stick with Song Yudong. Alrighty, so uh, Song Yudong is fourteen and three overall. His record is two and one in the UFC. Uh, Geraldo De Freitas Jr. is uh, eighteen and two overall, mm-hmm. five and two in the UFC. Oh nice. Um, he's got a decision loss to. Chris Guitar- Guterres, uh and a submission loss to Ajamain Sterling, Geraldo does. Mm-hmm. Um, Song Yudong has one KO win over Felipe Arantes and one decision win against Vince Morales. Yes. His last fight was a KO win, I believe. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to go with Geraldo De Freitas Jr. Okay. by... Uh, Knockout round three. And I am going to have to go with Song Yudong, as I stated earlier. And I'm going to go with a first round knockout. First. And this isn't for points or anything, but I think he's going to catch him with a combination, a flurry combination. And then he's going to hit him with some type of. Uh, some type of hook that will uh, catch him and knock him out. But I think he's going to try to flurry him, uh, you know, to catch him off guard and then get a really good hook shot and uh, lay him out cold. Nah. Yeah. Ain't happening. <laughs> happenin'. I could see it. <clears throat> and the next one, Aspen, Aspen Lad, Lad versus Yana Kunitskaya. Alrighty, so Aspen Lad is eight and one, three and one in the UFC, and Yana Kunitskaya has one fight in the UFC so far. Yes, and it's a decision loss to Marion Renault. And Aspen Lad is also coming off of a KO loss against Jaren Durandamy. Yes, which is a bad bitch. Yes, um, Iron Lady, right? Uh, yeah. Well. She's kind of a bad bitch. Yeah, she didn't want to fight Cyborg, <laughs> yeah. but I think she would now. <laughs> Real bad bitches fight Cyborg. Uh, Win or lose, if you fight Cyborg, you're for real. I have Aspen Lad. I also have Aspen Lad by a decision. 
I've been a fan of Aspen Lad. I've watched her come up. Uh, I believe she came up through uh, the Ultimate Fighter as well. I could be wrong. It might be the Contender Series. Can't remember. Sometimes I get those shows mixed up. But she's from the United States with a record of 8-1. and one. And uh, I think she's going to win by a TKO decision round two. Actually, decision. you know what? You know what? I take that back. And I could take that back. No, nah, you already <laughs> said it. It's official. Nope. Aspen Lad by decision. That's how I'm going to do it. Alrighty. Oh, hitting the mic. <laughs> I'm Jewish now. Um, so, yeah, I would. I don't Obviously, know. Obviously, I'm not picking around. Yeah, I mean, because first you picked a decision TKO, so it's like she's deciding to get knocked out or something. Yeah, well, <laughs> I changed my mind. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the next fight, your favorite skyscraper, Stefan Struve. Who was your pick on that last fight, by the way? I don't think you... Yeah, Aspen Lad by decision. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> skyscraper. I yeah. will always remember when we were yep. getting ready for that GSP card. <laughs> And next thing we hear, sorry, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, Stefan Struve has passed out backstage. Yeah. <laughs> he was too scared. I can't remember who he's fighting. I can't. E- I wanted to say it was Andre Arlovsky, but I'm probably I'd pass out too if I had to fight time. Andre Arlovsky. Um, but that is why I'm picking against him. Stefan Struve versus Ben Rothwell. Yep, I'm always picking against him after that. Man. <laughs> No disrespect to him. We're getting a lot of close picks tonight because I'm also going to have to vote with Ben Rothwell. Uh, Stefan just doesn't have the chin like he used to, and his guard yeah. is, you know, really nothing. Yeah. I think he's won his last two, I want to say. So I think me, he I think did. I, I know he won his last one because that's the yeah, one he yeah. retired off of. His last fight, he won by arm triangle in round two against Marcos Lima. Yeah. Um. So Struve's record is 39 and 11 overall. And it's th- thirteen and nine in the UFC. Mm-hmm. Rothwell is thirty six and twelve, and that's thirteen and seven in the UFC. But he is on a three fight losing streak right now. Rothwell, yeah. But I also feel like he was robbed in that Arlovsky fight. Yeah, and that for was sure. a, that's just my opinion. I know everyone has their own opinion, but it, I was trying to score that fight as I was watching it, and Rothwell may have lost the first, but he came back and won the second and third. Which should be said, though, his last three fights that he lost were by a decision. So it's not like he yeah, got he knocked out. He can take a fucking punch. Yeah, so I'm going with uh, Ben Rothwell, round one, knockout. <laughs> and I would have to as well. <laughs> the same thing. So if we both were to uh, win, we would both get three points for... Uh, you know, both uh, guessing the same thing. So regardless, uh, we would get points. It's not like one of us would and the other one wouldn't. Yeah. Because everything's getting tallied at the end. Struve versus Ben Rothwell. It's going to be interesting. Watch it go all three decision. (laughs) It'll be like uh, Nganu versus Derek Lewis. Struve just came back with a fucking vengeance. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Marina Rodriguez versus Cynthia Calvillo. Okay, so... Number 9 and number 10 going up. I don't know if you're aware, but Calvillo uh, missed weight. Did she? It's, so it's out of catch weight now. She it, missed by like... 
She had to be 115, and she weighed in at 120.6. Oh, wow. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. It doesn't surprise me, After though. she was just talking shit about uh, Paige Van Zandt, yeah. her teammate. <laughs> well, she talks a lot of shit, uh, Cynthia. So, in all honesty, I'm going to be going with Marina. Marina. Rodriguez, yeah. she's really gonna have to switch shit up for a lot uh, for this fight against Cynthia because Cynthia is a good fighter. Yeah, I think she's gonna have to do it on the feet. If I'm honest, uh, Marina, if she's gonna win, yeah, because Calvillo's got nasty ground game. She does. Um, so Marina is twelve and zero overall, two and zero in the UFC. Mm-hmm. Calvillo is eight and one, and that's five and one in the UFC. And I believe she lost her debut fight, which she was. Very mad about and stormed, stormed out. Uh, uh, no, no, no. Crying. Uh, or was that she, her last fight? Uh, no. She. I think she may have won her last fight, but the one before that, she lost against Carla Esparza. Okay. And that was. I. I do believe that fight was in 2017. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's been a while. Because I remembered that too. I was like, didn't she lose her last fight and got pissed about it? But then yeah. when I was looking it up, yeah, Carla Esparza. Um. <clears throat> so. Even though Calvillo missed weight and I do like her fighting style, I'm picking her by decision to win. Uh, Cynthia? Yeah. Okay. And I had Marina by decision as well? Is that what I said? Um, I cannot remember, I honestly. can't either. <laughs> okay, so... I'll just put Marina, uh, Marina as a decision as well. Decision. Decision. <clears throat> and I'm pretty sure the last fight we probably have the same guy, but <laughs> probably, <laughs> yeah. but we'll see. Yeah. So uh Alistair Overeem versus Jarzino Rosenstruck, I do believe is Yes. Number six ranked versus number fourteen ranked. Okay, so Overeem is forty five and seventeen overall. And that's not even counting... 10 and 6 in the UFC. It's not even counting the kickboxing career he had. Both the, both The men. 45 and 17 is. Is it? Yeah. Are you sure? Because yeah. uh, I know Rosenstruck is also a kickboxing uh, champ, and he's had like 40 fights in kickboxing too. Well, I don't know about Rosenstruck's, but I know Overeem. Because when I was looking at Overeem's record on... Mm-hmm. Uh, the UFC website, it had uh, Strike Force, it had K1, it had Pride, hmm. had all that entire record on there. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else, but I'm almost positive it was Rosenstruck, but it could just be uh, their site, you know, it's just not. Yeah, because I got these stats off UFC's official website, okay. official stats. Hmm. And uh, The Ream. Yeah, Rosenstruck is uh, 9-0. and and he's 3-0 and in the UFC. All of his UFC wins by knockout over Ar- Andre Arlovsky, Alan Crowder, and Junior Albini. And uh, <clears throat> something I wanted to point out <clears throat> with Overeem is his UFC record is 10-6. and six. Yeah. All six of those losses were knockout. knockout. And his last four fights in the UFC, he went 2-2. Two and two. Yep. <laughs> so... It's going to be interesting. He's always been, a, and he's a real good fighter, obviously. He but he's is. been knocked out a lot. He's lost his chin, and that's just <clears throat> something that fighters need to come to grips with, especially if they want to continue fighting. He's going to have to snipe 
He's going to not have to, you know, he's going to have to not take any shots, really. Yeah. He's going to have to snipe from afar, uh, be explosive at the right times, and uh, utilize a lot of ground and pound. And that's where I think he would come in, uh, uh, you know, he would come through with the win in this fight is if he utilizes his ground game against Rosenstruck. I mean... Yeah, but I feel like that's his probably his only way. I don't think he would knock out uh, Rosenstruck at all. Yeah, I've heard a lot of uh, professionals talking about if Alistair's going to win, his best chance is taking it to the ground mm-hmm. and don't ground and pound. They all said that he's got uh, a, just a grappling advantage yeah. overall. He's strong too. Yeah, but I mean, still also on the feet, like Rosenstruck's only nine and zero. Yeah, and O'Rims had forty five wins. <laughs> You know, all fights start on the feet, though. Yeah. So, that's what I'm saying. He's got like the the straight up, yeah. fucking years and years and years of kickboxing experience and just stand up and all that. <sighs> and, uh, I don't know. I feel Knocked like knocked out against Chuck Liddell. <laughs> cause I, I feel like if uh, for Overeem, it's gonna come down to you know fighting smart, yeah, on the outside, using his experience and technique. And, you know, if he's got to do the whole ground and pound, take him down, it's going to be an interesting one. But, you know, it could also be one of those fucking heavyweight fights where it ends in the first fucking 30 yeah. seconds, you know? So who do you have? <clears throat> I have uh, fucking uh, Rosenstruck uh, by first round knockout. You can mark me down as the same. Okay. Ever since uh, the Reams lost his chin, it's kind of hard to say if he'll make it past the first round, because most of his knockouts, I believe, were in the first, uh, if not second. I don't think they were ever in the third, really. Maybe one. Well, I think we will find out tonight. Yes. Um. So the way we're gonna typically do these things, we are going to do beforehand before the fights we're going to record a little bit a partial to do our picks and kind of like a general discussion of what we think about the fighters things that stick out to us and then after we take the break we're going to come back after the card is over and go over the pick results the fight results and then obviously more fucking general thoughts bunch of good old shenanigans yeah and uh all right so we're going to pause this motherfucker. Stay tuned. All right, so we're back. And we're back. <laughs> Just finished UFC on ESPN 7. So that's the seventh fight on ESPN main yes. channel, I do believe. So it's not like ESPN Channel 7. That's a weird wording. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Did we want to go over who one points wise and break down a little bit more of the scoring or did you want to just jump straight into uh, we could we could just do it uh like we can break down the fight and say who won the points and then I got it tallied up so we can reveal it at the end okay so the first uh fight that we chose on was Bryce Mitchell versus Matt Sales yes and uh <clears throat> let's see I had that picked as round three uh, by decision. You had it picked as round two TKO. Yes. 
So I had Bryce Mitchell. You had Matt Sales. All right. So what did you think of the fight? I thought it was really good. Uh, Bryce showed an excellent ground game. Yeah. Uh, just showed how much he's improved since his last fight. Uh, didn't let up on his opponent at all, which is something you see with some fighters. They either let off the, on the trigger. Yeah, and came uh, out with that powerful mustache. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, still didn't have his camo shorts. Yeah. He was uh, asking about that after his win. Called out Reba <laughs> by name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, give me those camo shorts or I ain't shutting the fuck up. But, yeah, I mean, overall it was uh, very high-level wrestling. Uh and even though it ended in the first round, I mean, it was three plus minutes of just constant control from the yeah. top. And uh, he won by Twister, which was the second in uh, UFC history. Yes, round one, submission, Twister. Yeah, and it was deep, beautiful. Yeah. I mean, the first time he had it, it was tight, and you can tell like it was uncomfortable for uh, sales. Yeah. But when he, you know, really got it in the second time, it was just. They showed that side camera angle to where his head <laughs> yeah. was so much far, far more extended than anything else on his body. Looked like his neck was about to break. Yeah, I, and it, it's been a while since I've been in jujitsu, but when he was setting it up, I was like, oh, damn, that looks familiar. And then I realized <laughs> what it was when he put his arm behind, yeah. when Mitchell put uh, Sale's arm behind his head. It's like they were laying side by side in bed, you mm-hmm. know? And I was like, oh, shit, he's setting up a twister. <laughs> And what's funny is, uh, Sales had no idea that was happening. He was just throwing random shots, just trying to get him from taking his neck. You know, little did he know he's about to get fucked up, you know, completely different way. Yeah. Dude, when, uh, Mitchell was in side control and he just pulled Sales' legs towards him and stepped over in a mount, I was like, what the hell? Easy. Like, he just pulled, like, there was no (laughs) resistance, just pulled it down and just stepped over. Now, Sells was definitely fighting back. He was yeah. making Bryce transition and th- threaten multiple different takedowns. Uh, definitely wasn't the worst we've seen yeah. off the back on the night. We'll talk about one of those guys later on. <laughs> yeah. But actually, I think the next fight, uh, we weren't, we didn't, I don't think any of us picked uh, the next guys, but. Um, I did on the next fight. The. Um, Billy Quarantillo? Uh, no. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. The one okay. where, uh, who was he fighting? Yeah. He was fighting the Kilburn guy. The okay, one that yeah. uh, was just getting fucking destroyed. We didn't yeah. pick that uh, that fight at all because we knew that it was going to be two guys debuting. <laughs> yeah. But man, yeah. just. Yeah, that was. Billy Q. He's got a bright future. Oh, I yeah. feel like. I'm I looking forward like. to seeing him fight again. It was yeah. very, very impressive none the least i mean i mean just completely shut down kilburn's game everything yeah and uh, uh was that a i don't know if you said but was that a decision cuz i don't have that written down that was a two round uh fight uh first round was basically 5 minutes of domination on the ground and then the second round was uh wait that was the rear naked Yes, he okay, or yeah, no, yeah. I'm sorry, it was a triangle choke. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, because I was like, damn, I wouldn't expect him to do the triangle from that position. Yeah, it was like a weird side control type position. It was basically 
balls and dick in the face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's it like they were both just, laying on their side. It was really weird looking. Damn near eight minutes of just straight yeah. control and some of some of the most accurate and hard punches I've seen from the top in a long yeah. time. I mean, the dude's face afterwards was mince meat. Yeah. And we uh we'll talk about a worse face later. <laughs> <laughs> But that's uh, all I had for that uh, fight real quick, was just I wanted to touch on how uh, good that Billy uh, Corantillo uh, was against Kilburn. Alrighty. That was a solid fight. I liked it. I yes. enjoyed it. One of the best. I think that he it's, should uh, definitely get one of the bonuses tonight. Especially for a debut. Yeah. He definitely <laughs> got some eyes on him. Oh, yeah. And next, did you have the first, or no, the uh, main event of the prelims? Uh, Alves and Means. Yes. Yes. The fucking Dirty Bird is back. Yes. Went exactly how we would like. <laughs> yeah. I was scared for a minute because he was eating some big shots from Alves. Yeah. I mean, round one, in my opinion, uh, I feel like it was close. Yeah, for sure. Uh, until, obviously, Means got the flurry of punches to knock down Alvarez uh, and then once Alvarez. he got that or sorry <laughs> Alvarez, uh, Tiago Alves yeah <laughs> um, once he got the knockdown that's when he uh, came and attacked with the guillotine yeah that was a nasty guillotine it was it was deep Alvarez was like on his knees with his back up against the fence and man's just like it was kind of like a hat like if you were going to sprawl, yeah, it was and like you a got squat. somebody in a headlock, but you didn't sprawl all the way, and you just like kind of did a squatting, standing mm-hmm. guillotine, but he just straightened his back up, dude, and that shit was, man, straightened his back and was just cranking yeah. on that neck. You could see Alves's face just not enjoying it at all. Yeah, I mean, that even though the the Dirty Bird won in round one, it was about a three minute battle of you know back and forth to where I mean even. Uh, means you know he had a fucking huge red mark from when yeah uh he got uh kicked to the body yeah he was eating some body shots for sure yeah, he didn't you could like tell they shit. were hurting yeah and i thought he broke his ankle longer ago than what he did he broke it in may of this year oh, really yeah huh. so i thought he'd like had a, i mean time for, for sure he had a little bit of time off yeah but, but not not an insane yeah amount. i thought it was like a year or something like a little over a year yeah, and he was throwing kicks too yeah dirty bird don't give a fuck yeah he's a gnarly dude and uh so we both picked uh tim means to win yes oh, wait let me see here i think we both picked him for what second round knockout first round knockout um i think i picked knockout okay i picked round two knockout and you picked round three submission okay yeah so we both got one point for just getting the fighter well you got uh the submission part right oh that's right i did get the submission okay so i got two points for getting the the finish right Yes, so I I got one point and you got two points. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Anything else on that fight? Uh, Nope, I'm just glad the Dirty Bird's back. Yeah. Like I said, I've been a fan of the Dirty Bird ever since I first ever seen him fight. Yeah, he was wanting some money for uh, the holidays (laughs) and now he's got it. (laughs) Yeah. 
Okay, so uh, the next fight I have, uh, Rob Font versus Ricky Simone. Is that what you got? That is what I have. Alrighty, so neither of us got any points on that. I picked uh, Ricky Simone to win that. Yep, as did I. And it was Rob Font that won. Yes. By decision. Decision. So. <clears throat> I feel it was a close fight all overall. Uh, I felt it was an even first round. Uh, I felt like. I had Rob Font win in the last two. Yeah. And if anything, Rob Font was winning mostly because of his jab. I felt like his jab was just finding home. Oh, yeah. That the was entire there fight. The entire fight, he, he didn't even have to aim it. He could just wing it, and it was there. Uh, Ricky Simone definitely had some good uh, takedowns and yeah. some good moments in the fight. but That's why I gave him the first round. Yeah. Like, uh, Font was still sticking him with some shit, but once uh, Simone got the takedown, I think he was controlling for a little over yeah. three minutes on the ground. So that that's why I gave it to Simone on the first round. But, you know, I'm yeah. not a professional and I'm not a judge by any means. And the way some of the judging was going tonight, I mean, it's kind of can never really leave it in the judges' hands. Yeah, so that that was a good uh, good fight. It was, and it was honestly good to see Ricky Simone back, and you know, not uh, affected by his last KO yeah. loss. Uh, and we're gonna talk about someone else on the card who also recovered after a KO loss. Um, but it just it's nice to see the young guys like that. Yeah. Uh, that aren't affected by things uh, that could be potentially career-ending. I mean, I'm not going to shit on the guy because he is a decent fighter, but look at Sage Northcutt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's He's been hit with some pretty hard shots lately. Yeah. You know, his last fight was knocked out pretty bad. Yeah, and he broke, like, his whole face. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it's good to see this, you know, people can still recover after uh, yeah. getting knocked out pretty good. I still think you should get the mullet, the <laughs> Ricky Simone yeah. mullet. Yeah, I like Ricky Simone. Once again, another guy that I've liked ever since I've yeah. seen him on the scene because he just comes in there and he throws. Like even he, if they he's lose, in there to fight, dude. Yeah, no reason not to like him just because they lose. They yeah. can still be a good fighter. They're just fighting high level competition. Yeah. All right, on to the next one, and that I do believe is Cody. Stamen versus Song Yedong. Yes, and that was the miss. Uh, that was the one that you had the uh, wrong fighter for. You thought it was the yes, other guy. Yes, because the internet had yeah. it all fucked up for some reason. <laughs> it even showed for me it was uh, the guy you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, so the way that worked is since I already made my pick for the other guy, uh, I can't, Geraldo something. Yeah. This something. I can't remember right now. But uh, for some reason, he's not fighting. And it was uh, Cody Stamen. And I guess Cody Stamen's been, like, pr uh, promoting this fight since, like, October. So I don't know where the fuck up came from. Yeah. But anyways, the pick that I had, I just stuck that onto Cody Stamen. Yeah. And uh, you had Song Yedong. Yep. And that fight was a majority draw. <laughs> yeah, which definitely blew my mind. I yeah. thought that... Uh, Cody Stamen did enough in rounds, uh, you know, uh, probably two and three. I wouldn't, rounds one, I, I mean, I guess maybe even rounds one and two more than three, because three, uh, 
Well, well, no, I would say um, excuse me, one and three, because two was when uh, Yadong came out uh, uh, fast and uh, strong. Well, the I had Stamen winning just because round one, uh, Yadong hit him with that illegal knee. Yeah. So that automatically. And that's I forgot about that. Was and the, I'm pretty sure they took a point away from Yadong for that. They did. So that's why I gave it to Stamen. Otherwise, I probably would have given it to Song. Mm-hmm. So round I, one was an illegal grounded knee. Yeah, and I had that for Stamen, second for Yadong, and three for Stamen because he had the top control ground and pound okay. from most of that round. I would agree with that. But the judges saw it as a majority draw. Which, I, I mean, I, I guess I can see, but I just figured since they took that point away that it would have automatically been yeah. Cody's round. But nonetheless, uh, you know, he came back and ended up putting it on him in that third round. <laughs> yeah, he did. Especially uh, when it came to uh, taking him down and controlling him on the ground. The, the whole last uh, round was yeah. basically domination from the top. If I do remember right, he was threatening some submissions. Uh, I believe he was uh, possibly an Americana or a yeah, I think uh, so. And, a Kimura. And and there's the uh, that's the fight that I was like, I'm surprised he didn't rip that fucking armbar. Yeah. When he was up against the fence, because uh, I think Yadong wouldn't have been able to turn out of it because his open side was up against the fence. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I feel like he could have, but he's the professional. I'm not, you know. Yeah, you never know though, because you know by then he was also tired and. Yeah. I honestly, truly feel that after that uh, illegal knee, like the whole game changed for Sadong. Uh, Sadong. <laughs> <laughs> Song Yadong. <laughs> fucking racist. Sadong. It was like Saddam. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I truly feel like he, uh, you know, it was almost a mental change. Like it was just like a fuck, and he was almost on the the back pedal there. You know, he knew that. He was behind by one now, and he needed to catch up. So it was almost like the plan kind of, you know, went fell out the window. Yeah. Uh, in a sense. Yeah. Definitely compromised. That was a nasty knee. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing him run it back. Um, I don't know if they would, just because they're not like bigger names. Yeah. But you never know. Maybe I, I a couple be, fights after. I wouldn't know? be pissed if they did. You yeah. know. Are we? Uh, you on, got anything else on that fight? Uh, nope. We can talk about, uh, the next one if you'd like. Which is Aspen Lad versus Yana Kuniskaya. Yep. Oakley Dokley. We both got one point for that because we picked, uh, Aspen Lad to win. Uh, I picked by decision. Not to interrupt you, but, uh, with the draws, did we discuss about how no one's getting points for that um you discussed the rules but i don't remember i don't think i did so with draws because uh i don't think we were even thinking about those at the time <laughs> yeah because it barely ever <laughs> yeah, fucking happened yeah. except for tonight <laughs> yeah two yeah. yeah okay so what dr- we're doing for draws is uh no one's gonna get points uh regardless of you know both guys win uh so, you know, it would give both guys points anyways. Yeah. So there's really no po- way, no point in, you know, uh, you know, allowing points to be given on a draw just because it's it's basically a, a wash. 
Yeah, so pretty much the only way you're getting points for a draw is if you say it's going to be a draw. Yeah, yeah. You can pick draw, but... Yeah. Uh, now, if we pick a draw, is that going to be a full three points? I would I would say so, because at that point, you and know... plus, that's like the jackpot, because yeah, it never happens. Yeah, it's, it's a rare one. Yeah. All right, that sounds So, good. you heard it first. We'll, uh, we'll go over <laughs> the rules <laughs> again yeah. eventually, yeah. but... <laughs> first show, we're limping along here. Yeah. <laughs> um... So yeah, uh, Aspen Lad. Yes. Yana Kuniskaya. I had her win- had Aspen Lad winning by decision, and did you also have a decision? I had the first two rounds very close. Um, Kuniskaya was doing fairly well on the feet, and I felt like Lad was also having some good exchanges here and there. Uh, she had more success on the ground. Uh, at some points. Um, but yeah, by the third round, I felt like if she would have came out and just dominated, it would have been her fight for sure. But obviously, she ended up getting the finish in the third. Yeah. So so I had round one being a tie, in my opinion. Yeah. Because Kuniskaya had a lot of good clinch work on the fence for yes. the first half, and then the second half, Lad got the takedown. Mm-hmm. Just putting in work on the ground. And that's why I would say the first two rounds were very close. The second round, I had it uh, edged out for Kuniskaya because of the clinch work again and uh, more octagon control on the stand-up because mm-hmm. I'm don't. i not sure if it went to the ground in that round or not. I, I don't... Uh, if it round did, two? Yeah, if it did, I don't think they were down there long. I believe it did a couple times. Um. So then, yeah, round three. Uh, TK. Came out hot. TKO. Fucked her up. Corner told her to <laughs> yeah. dig deep and yeah. get nasty, and that's exactly <laughs> yeah. what she did. Hey, put that pedal to the floor, <laughs> you know. Came out hopping, threw a, threw a right punch, right straight. Uh, was just out of range, but she was still walking forward. Threw a left, uh, probably a left inside hook. I wouldn't say it was uh, too far out. And just caught her perfectly on the the side of the, the jaw and just yeah. dropped her. That was nice. Yep, went in for the kill and uh, got the finish, uh, which is something I like to see fighters do. You know, yeah. when you see the prey wounded, obviously they can fight back to a degree, but as long as you're smart about it, yeah, and you pick your shots, you know, you can you can end it right then and there. Yeah, don't let them recover. Wild. Yes, because <laughs> she did that in round one. Yeah. When she uh, had top control on her, she started getting a little too crazy, and she ended up losing in the pos- losing the position. Losing. She <laughs> was she the one that was screaming, or was it Cynthia? No, it was her. Oh, and she sounded nah, yeah, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> sound like Chucky or something. Yeah, that was a little somebody, weird. <laughs> yeah, going fucking hard. But I like Aspen Lad. Yeah. So now that makes her, I do believe, nine and one. The UFC, mm-hmm. and that's also the other fighter that I wanted yes. to talk about. That was coming off of a KO loss. It was good to see her take the hard shots, and it was good to see her, you know, get the win the way she did. Yeah, definitely, probably put a a pep in her step. <laughs> yeah, peppy step, peppy la stepper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. On to the next. Oh uh, yeah, uh, well, that yeah. would be. Uh, Stefan Struve versus Ben Rothwell. The skyscraper. Man, <laughs> he crumbled <laughs> like a skyscraper. He wasn't too happy about it. But. Yes. So, 
Uh, this fight was interesting. Did the, for multiple reasons. Was the uh, low blow in round one and two, or were they both in the same round? Round one and two, because it ended in round two. Yes, TKO. Yes. Um, okay, so it was in each round because I. Something even told me. I was like, man, I feel like I'm going to see another nut shot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's fucking seven foot tall. Yeah. So, like, that's usually somebody's, like, rib area. Yeah, and Rothwell's definitely not aiming for that shit. Yeah, for sure. Because, uh, like, both times, I'm pretty sure it was Stu- Strew turning away and trying to get out. It like, was. Try to faint to the side and got kicked in the nuts. Yeah, he should have yeah. learned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, jump next time. And even he was mad at uh, Rothwell, and it's like, dude, it, yeah. it wasn't nothing like that. So I had uh, Stefan Struve winning in the first round because he had, like, way more significant strikes. Oh, yeah. He was staying on the outside pretty mm-hmm. well. Was taking very little uh, punishment, if any, at all. Yeah. Which turned into a 20, well, possibly 25-minute fight because both nut shots were <clears throat> full five. Yeah, he took the full five on it. I want to say they were even longer, possibly, but I don't know. Well, uh, it probably just felt longer. <clears throat> Yeah, Dan was checking the time. Yeah. Yeah, he kept asking, what times you got left? Yeah, what kept covering his mic. <laughs> yeah. And, well, we could, if you yeah. don't continue, it's a DQ. Yeah. <laughs> you supposed to be saying that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, yeah, that's why you cover the mic. <laughs> and what's nuts, well, <laughs> literally uh, nuts, <laughs> yeah. is the two nuts, uh, nut shots uh, just melted Struve. He, uh, yeah. He was down for the count for almost the entire five on uh, both counts. Yeah, uh, the first one I do believe he took the full five, and then maybe the second one it was like four and a half. Yeah. It, he was pushing that for sure. <laughs> but he kept saying, like, they're in his stomach or whatever. Mm-hmm. Something like that. They it felt, felt like about, they were in his stomach. Yeah, yeah. his stomach. That's and it's rough, like, dude. I can understand your stomach's hurting, but yeah, I don't think they're up in your stomach, man. Like, have you <laughs> looked at them? Have you felt I them? Mean, we're going to know. <laughs> yeah, tonight. I'm sure we uh, will. Something's going to come out. Uh, Ben Rothwell was, uh, he was, uh, penalized. He was, yes, for the uh, second one. Yeah, he got he a point did, taken away. Exactly. Um, but I mean, after the, into the second round, after Struve comes back from the second <laughs> nut shot, it was within the next 20 to 30 yeah. seconds. He, he channeled his Aspen lad, <laughs> put the pedal to the metal. Yeah. Ben Rothwell did. <laughs> yeah. And uh, just straight up flurried Struve up yeah. against the fence until uh, Struve almost couldn't handle the barrage. And yeah. eventually uh, the skyscraper crumbled. Yes. Crumbled the skyscraper. <laughs> he wasn't happy. I can yeah. understand. But at the same time, hey, man, you chose to keep fighting. You know, that's the, you, you took the warrior's way out. You didn't. Yeah. He could have said, no, you know, this hurts. I'm done. Which I feel like the majority of people watching, even though people at the uh, the actual fight were booing and stuff, <laughs> yeah. I feel like a majority of people would have understood because a nut shot, some pretty hard shit. And you got to think that's a 200 and fucking 60 pound dude fucking kicking <laughs> yeah. you as hard as he can. And the nuts. <laughs> even though it's a cup, yeah, it's it, still going to It just fucking, land, yeah. happens to land on the balls. And plus, I think it'd be funny to point out that every time his head was down, they were booing. Every time he put his head up, the crowd would start cheering, and it was like just on a dime, flip flopping. Yeah, literally, like someone was flipping a switch. Yeah. He put his head down. Yeah. 
Just flip flopping. I don't think I've ever heard anything like that before. Fuck that crowd, you know. Only in America. Yeah, fuck that crowd. (laughs) Uh, Did you have anything else about that fight? Um. Yes, we both got two points for that fight. Nice. (laughs) That's what I had for that. Moving on to the next. Marina Rodriguez versus Cynthia Calvillo. Yeah, this uh, was another fight that shocked me. Yes. I had Marina winning uh, two rounds out of three. Yes, I had her for the first two rounds. Uh, For round one, I felt like Marina outstruck uh, Calvillo. And uh, even though... Uh, Cavillo ended the round on top. Yeah, and she it had was, two takedowns, two successful takedowns w- in that first round. I would say the first one was, even though successful, uh, Marina did pop up very quick. But yes. the second one, she was held down for about 30 seconds into the uh, end of the first. Yeah. Uh, but overall, I would give that whole round to Marina. Round two, I felt Marina also won. Uh, with her strike, she outstruck Cavillo, uh, and had her on the ropes. I would say almost the entire round. Yeah, I had her winning that round for sure. So the okay, yeah. So I'm thinking of the third round for Cavillo, Cavillo, mm-hmm. because she had almost the entire. Yeah, because I was thinking uh, about how she was just latched onto fucking uh, Marina's back. <laughs> yeah, like she, Marina tried her heart out. To get away from Calvillo. And yeah. just, there was no, whatever Aspen Ladd uh, had in between round two and three, yeah. Cynthia Calvillo <laughs> had as well. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if it was a, a line of something or an injection <laughs> yeah. or, you know, maybe a nice ass slap or something. Yeah, nice but... uh, water bottle. <laughs> um, yeah. See, that's why I'm surprised because, like, I like her as a fighter because. The first few times I saw her, she was just fucking killing it on the oh, ground. Yeah. And then recently, it's just like she'll go to the ground and kind of just hang out. But then round three of this fight, you got to see the kind of yeah, skill set that the she had. Yeah, so I don't get it, you know. Maybe it was just like a reserve and energy type thing. Or maybe she just was having trouble finding her groove. I don't know. One thing I will say, though, is she looked like she was scared in some of the exchanges. Like she was... Oh, yeah. She took some hard knees, you know, and uh, as well as some elbows. Oh, yeah. And it was almost like she felt the power and was like, you know what? I might second guess going in because there was a few times she went in for a takedown. And it was like it, she got a little bit of resistance and she would just stop. And yeah. it's like, you know, she's not doing anything. She's just, you know, trying to block, you know, hand fighting you. Just, you know, keep keep progressing. But then again, I'm not the one fighting. I'm not in the moment. So, yeah. But overall, it was a good fight. Um, I don't think it should have ended in a draw. Yes, two majority draws on in a fucking, one fucking night. Yeah, main card. When's the last time we've seen that? Been a while. I know it's happened before, but it's been a while. Yeah, a it's long been time. Been a while. I think it might have been on that same card as a uh, uh, Woodley and Wonderboy that draw. It it probably wouldn't surprise me, honestly. But that was a fucking while ago. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of years. Um. Yeah, I would have Marina winning, but ended in a draw. I'm sure they'll uh, end up seeing each other again in the future. Yeah, possibly. That's another one yeah. that we'll have to run it back. 
But yeah, I thought it was a pretty fun fight overall. Yeah. I was surprised, and obviously no fucking shade here, but I thought they were, like, I think it's weird that they have a female fight as a co-main event when the main event is a heavyweight yeah. fight. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just kind of kind of weird. Cause Night and day almost. Usually the female fights, percentage-wise, don't really end that much in, in like, a spectacular fashion. Mm-hmm. Like, that's usually when you get the heavier girls. You don't know, really like the cyborgs and that much uh, Yeah, Shevchenko's, Holly Holmes, not the 115 yeah. class. You know what I mean? It does happen for sure, but a lot of those get decisions. Well, it's, it's even... Uh crazier that it's the the two women that you know fought tonight that they were the ones uh in the co-pilot seat you know yeah. you figured it would be someone like you said someone uh more uh like a, like a struve rothwell <laughs> you know just because yeah. they're heavy yeah, yeah. you know what i mean um in all honesty they're both names people both know them you know there was yeah you could almost put um who else uh Shit, I'm sure you probably could have put even uh, Song Yudong or, you know, even Means and Alves. The uh, Dirty Bird. Yeah. He should have been the main event. The Dirty Bird coming back, getting the win. He's fucking yeah. back, baby. Lengthy motherfucker. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but, I don't know. I, I, I'm I glad that women's MMA has come as far as it has. Oh, yeah. You know, we're seeing a lot of talent in the beginning days, you know, when... Ronda was just given the UFC title. Uh, <laughs> just given, yeah. I mean, she was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she definitely didn't earn that shit. She well, was given it. Well, she was in Strike Force, right? She was the champ for Strike Force, I believe, at that time. And so, since she was the champ at yeah. Strike Force, I think they just gave it to her. And that's what happened with Aldo as well. Yeah. Yeah. But we all see how bad of a motherfucker Aldo is. Not saying anything against Ronda, but. <laughs> Yeah. We see the competition she was fighting. Oh yeah, well, that's compared to the competition of today. I mean, yeah. well, that's just like women's uh, or whatever WNBA versus NBA. Yeah. Like, and in a way, it's a lot like men's UFC from you know a few generations ago till now. You know, the fighters of today could probably outclass a lot of the fighters of old. Well, I'm I'm just saying like it like the guys have been doing it long like it's oh, been yeah. around yeah. longer so. But, it, but it's you been see, a man's sport for longer than what it's been a female sport. Yeah, for. and you see now because like Ronda and Liz Carmouche was like they were the first like mm-hmm. in UFC as far as MMA yeah. goes, and now you can see how much better the skill is of, of the female. Oh yeah, fighters like it's since damn it's near been top a couple notch. years. Yeah, like there's a lot of uh, chicks coming in that are just fucking killing it. I honestly don't think there's another uh, fight organization that. Uh, showcases women of the same caliber as UFC, in my opinion. Well, I guess Bellator, because uh, they got Cyborg, and they're probably going to pick up Liz Carmouche. And... I mean, yeah, they're start they're starting to get to where they're yeah. at, but they're almost in the beginning of stages of like how the UFC was back yeah. in that day, to where the UFC only had uh, Ronda, Misha Tate, Liz Carmouche. You know, they didn't even have Cyborg and none of that shit yet. Yeah, remember uh, Dana White. Cyborg looked like Vanderlei Silva in a dress. <laughs> yeah. And Dana probably hit it still. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he would. <laughs> yeah. He's like, shit, I was, I was hey. being serious. I thought Vanderlei was sexy. That's what he's saying. Cyborg's 
not too bad looking if you've had a few beers. <laughs> yeah, I would say the younger cyborg was better looking. Now it looks oh, like for she sure. kind of looks like Mickey Rourke now. She's yeah. been hit a lot. <laughs> Mickey Rourke from yeah. uh, Iron Man uh, 3 or whatever, Iron Man 2 or 3. <laughs> Just in general, he's got that cat face now. Yeah. He gets all those injections and oh, plastic God, surgery. Yeah. Those fucking highlights and shit. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. <laughs> Don't look at me, I am a human. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe you're gonna rip on Mickey Rourke on your on your podcast. Hey, he can come on anytime. <laughs> yeah, he knows it's joking. Yeah, it's all o- good fun. Open invitation, Mickey Rourke. If you wanna come on? Yeah. <laughs> Talk about uh some of your good old days. Yeah. Boxing. Partying hard. Yeah. <laughs> Got to those hands. Yeah. Uh, so is that all you have for Marina in Calvillo? Uh. Yeah, pretty much. Like I said, I just I thought round three from uh, Covio was awesome. I thought it was I too, it was but really good. definitely wasn't enough for a draw. But De- I don't think so, but then again, I'm not a judge. <laughs> you never leave it in the judge's hands. Yeah, like I said, I had it two rounds for Rodriguez. Yeah. Okay, so now on to the Ream and Struik. <laughs> the Struik. <laughs> The Rain versus Rosenstruck. Yes. Struck, however the fuck you say it. Rosenstruck. So, we both got one point for this fight. Through the fucking... Yeah. I, I picked... <laughs> Sick uh, of our teeth. Yeah, I picked Rosenstruck to win by knockout, but in round one. I do believe. Let me Let me double check. We both got him for knockout. So we both got two, yeah, points, two points off of that. Two points. Okay. Yeah. Just not the round. Yeah. I thought it was going to be round one night. too, and that was uh, Struik's first uh, time going five rounds, and brought him to ten and zero. Yeah. And what's crazy is after the fight, he calls out Francis Ngannou, who. In the past, has had issues with five minute or five minute rounds, yeah. <laughs> five uh, five round fights. But I, okay, so <clears throat> they said the uh, the announcers DC John Anik and uh, Paul Felder. Yeah, they were talking about Rosenstruck being like a counter puncher. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where he would have the like an advantage on Ngannou, but you can't let Ngannou land on you because uh, yeah. Overeem was landing on him. Yeah, he was, but at the same time, I feel like if Nganu and uh, Rosenstruck uh, were to fight, it could possibly like be another Derek Lewis situation to where <laughs> yeah, they're both froze up. Yeah, Neither they're just get knocked out. Yeah, uh, and we definitely don't need that shit again because. That was damn near embarrassing for the uh, yes. MMA community, and both those uh, fighters even knew it themselves. Neither one of those guys were happy with that performance. However, Ngannou said that his confidence was shook in that Derek Lewis fight because he had just lost yeah. for the first time to Stipe. Yeah. So now that he's back getting knockouts, cause I think he's on like a four-fight win streak now. Yeah, I want to say he what he beat Curtis Blades, he beat... Uh, Overeem. Curtis who else? Blades, Overeem. Uh, who did he just fight? Uh, wasn't it a white <sighs> guy? Uh, yeah. Um, Volkov maybe. Was it Volkov? 
Man, I can't remember. You had to look that up real quick. Yeah. While I'm doing that, <laughs> we can discuss uh, the fight if you'd like. Okay. This podcast episode has been brought to you by Dr. Pepper. <laughs> um, no, Pizza Hut and Dr. Pepper. <laughs> um, so I had uh, Overeem win in round one just because uh, he got the takedown. Had really good ground control, even yeah. though he wasn't really done a lot of ground and pound. He was controlling a lot. Um, round two, I had Rosenstruck because of strikes. Yeah, round one definitely Overeem. Uh, yeah, round two definitely. Uh, and Struk. rounds three and four, I forgot to jot down because I was into the fight. You I know. did jot down rounds three and four. I had Overeem uh, winning round uh, three from the top. He did a lot of ground and pound in that round as well. And in round four, uh, that's when the action really started to build up a lot more between both fighters. They both started to uh, exchange more. They both started to uh, almost get a second wind, uh, if you will. And I feel like that's when both fighters kind of knew, like, these are the rounds that I need to win. Uh, so that round four was definitely where uh, momentum started to pick up, uh, but I would give it to uh, the that Struick still uh, outstruck uh, Overeem. Yes, and then the classic round five coming down to the fucking wire. Overeem, ten seconds away from winning. Not even. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, the, they yeah, hit yeah. the clapper, and he was still awake. There was no time on the <laughs> yeah. the TV when uh they did that shit. Yeah, go go ahead and let them know what happened. Well, Struik uh got uh Overeem in a nice hail of punches. Uh, started to uh, find his way through uh, the Reams. Uh, guard. It sounds so sexual. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, at four minutes and 56 seconds into the final round with four seconds left, he KO'd over him. And on top of KOing over him, he split the fuck out of his lip at least an inch or more. Yes, if you guys, anybody listening to this has seen the Robbie Lawler, Rory McDonald yes. fight. Uh, Robbie beautiful Lawler's fight, lit. by the way. <laughs> yeah, if you're a fight a fan and you haven't checked a that fight war. out, please do. <laughs> yeah, Rory wasn't the same after that. Oh no, went straight to Bellator. Yeah, he, he was done with having <laughs> a broken face. That was so, so much blood. Oh, insane! But, so on the replay, when Rosenstruck lands that fucking uh, strike, I'm pre- I think it was a hook that he got a right hook. You can see fucking Overeem's lip because they played it in slow motion. It like. You can see it rip and like oh, kind of yeah. flap. It was so ridiculous, and it looked like it almost ripped in two spots. Like yeah. one was a good rip, and then one was almost like right on the corner of the between the top and bottom uh, lip. Yeah, like a half fucking like a uh, Joker Chelsea grin or whatever <laughs> yeah. it's called. Uh, so the the weird thing is that Tan Dan Mergliata, the referee, didn't stop the fight when that happened. Yeah, it was and then almost... Rosenstruck like tried to do a Mark Hunt walk off knockout, 
And he was like trying to bring him back yeah. over, like, hey, hey. And then he saw fucking over him's lip and then waved it off. See, I would have, I would have probably called it as, you know, a knockout as soon as I saw him fall back, just because even though he did get back up fairly quick, just the way he fell back and, uh, just the way his body was, you know, and stuff. Yeah. It was, you can tell he was. So he fell and sat against the fence. Yeah, like he was. Landed straight on his tailbone. Yeah, if he didn't, if the fence wasn't there, he would have fell f- flat. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I feel like the fact that he was still up, you know, elevating does help when you're knocked out. Yeah. Uh, I do feel like to some degree that kept him in motion, but I still don't think he was all there to where he knew what was going on a hundred percent it was yeah. almost like gsp when he fought johnny hendrix when he said <laughs> yeah. yeah at one point in the fight yeah i, was I didn't know out, yeah i didn't know what the fuck happened yeah. <laughs> i just remember waking up yeah in the fight and knew that i would you know i needed to protect <laughs> yeah. myself back when hendrix was on that sauce <laughs> yeah it had never been proven but come on now that secret you know? sauce from yeah. mcdonald's because <laughs> i don't think he won a single fight after nah after uh, he's USADA. still getting fucked up doing bare knuckle boxing yeah. fucking idiot needs to stop the funny thing about uh overeem fight is dude like it was just seconds away if dan didn't wave that off overeem would have won yeah even with that knockdown. For sure, 100%. It, just, it was like, it had to have been like four seconds left when he finally waved it off, you know? Because like, yeah. he was following him and then waved it off. Like, And people say that so this close. dude looks like Derek Lewis is like twin or little yeah. brother. And it's funny. Racist he people wins. say that. Yeah. <laughs> he wins almost the exact same way. Yeah, the last 10 seconds, <laughs> dude. Like when he did, when Lewis did it to uh, uh, Vo- uh, Volkov. Vol- yeah. Volkanovs? No. No, Alexander it's, uh, Volkov. Yeah. yeah. Volkanovsky's fighting There's too many Volks yeah. in there. Volks <laughs> like wagon. Silvas and stuff. Yeah. Silvas and Gracies and, you know. All right, dang. Alrighty, so I don't have anything else left on this fight except for our total points. Well, what would you give this card overall? Uh, was it? Did you enjoy the card? Give me uh, a scale. We'll just do a scale of zero to ten. Ten being the worst, enjo- one en- being the best. <laughs> ten being you enjoyed it through and through. Uh, eight being you liked the card for you know the most part. Uh, you know, but I'd give it like five is middle range. And I'd give it like three is probably you know. Not horrible, but it oh. could have been way better. I'm gonna juggle it seven point five to eight. So okay. I'm give it. So it was a good card, but yeah, it wasn't a barn burner. Yeah, but there were some decent okay. fights on it, some good knockouts. But then you got like the the decisions and the majority yeah. draws, and it's like I'll refine <laughs> that uh, percentage, you know, pattern for that one out of ten. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I'd have to agree. It was probably around a, uh, around a seven. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It was above average. Uh, yeah, I'd have to agree with uh, DC and Anik and all them. They uh, were talking about how the crowd was uh, being blessed with a lot of really good fights. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'll, yeah. I'll agree with that. There was yeah, a lot so, of good finishes yeah, and stuff. A few so. knockouts in a row. Yeah, just because uh, we main only went card. over the fights that we picked on. Yeah. There, there was also other fights on the card yeah. that we didn't cover. <laughs> 
a lot of fights tonight. Yeah, maybe in the future we'll be able to do all of them, but yeah. that's, that's more or less up to you. Uh, since yeah. you was running this thing. This is still a... Uh, uh, <coughs> trial. Trial yeah, show. Alpha. Yeah. It's not even in beta yet. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Alrighty, so final score. I got seven points. You got eight points. Leading. Yes. Leading Only by on one, one fucking point. We got it. <laughs> So next we said, week, but I was going to say we're doing this monthly, but this is only going to be like a three week tally since it's already, we can do it like that or we can do it quarterly where we're doing it every, uh, uh, three months. It's up to you. It ain't up to me. Because if that's the case, <clears throat> uh, you know, it'd give a decent amount of time because there may be a, a, a whole card to where it's like you don't get any points and I could get like five yeah. or vice versa. So we could always do it like a, uh, uh, a quarterly type thing. Well, this is going to be the only card you're ahead on, so <laughs> just keep that in mind. And who knows, maybe if it gets big enough and uh, uh, we get enough other you know viewers that are playing along with us maybe we can turn it into like almost some type of uh like fantasy football type thing but yeah more mma style to where who knows maybe we could possibly in the future <laughs> when this uh podcast is more established yes uh give out like some type of merch or something to winners of their own little uh uh <laughs> you know, like winners of their own <laughs> little world. section of players or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Are you talking about doing like a prize thing or? Yeah, like if there's a, like let's say there's a group of five people over here that are all playing against each other. Yeah. You know, the winner out of that group can get like some merch or something. Gotcha. Um, I don't know, just future ideas. So, did you want to announce? Now or later? Um, we can go ahead and uh, hold off on that. Yes. Because we uh, we'll go ahead and throw in a uh, intro and all that stuff and get everything more finalized by that time. Okay. Uh, but we're still naming it that when this is yeah, released. Okay. Yeah. Maybe on the next one. Alrighty. So. I don't have anything else to recap on this. I do not either. Uh, like I said, I thought it was a good card overall. Uh, definitely not card of the year. Uh, but nonetheless, a lot of great fights, a lot of great fighters on it. I look forward to next week's Yes, fights. three title fights. Yes, we are being blessed with three title yes. fights. And watch them all suck. <laughs> That's why I'll they're putting highly, all three yeah. of them on there. <laughs> Just in case one sucks. Isn't that weird, though? They're having three? We haven't seen that in a long time. Yes. Which, by the way, your question that you asked me earlier this week, I wanted to uh, point out Cowboy and Connor is a pay-per-view. Okay, cool. Yeah. I figured it would be two uh, very well-known guys that yeah. could both hold a pay-per-view. After fucking Dana. No, he he's not going to be. Yeah, only championship <laughs> yeah. fights are pay-per-view. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. Oh, don't worry. There'll be some new BMF belt or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be like, uh, I don't know, fucking, I was going to say like, uh, 
redneck belt because Irish cowboy, cowboy. But, <laughs> Irish <laughs> cowboy belt. <laughs> the, the alcohol belt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, proper. The proper belt. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that will be a uh, good card to look forward to. That's uh, Kamara Usman versus Colby Covington. Uh, Max Holloway versus uh, Alexander Volkanovsky. And uh, Amanda Nunez versus Jermaine Durandavane. Yep. And the Iron Lady. All three of those fights are going to be fucking solid. Yes. Long. That's an hour and a half of possible. Well, wait, <laughs> yeah. no, not an hour and a half. Uh, hour and uh, a little no. about an hour and what fifteen minutes something like that. Hour twenty five twenty five. That's yeah. fifty and then another twenty five. Yeah. yeah, hour and fifteen. Hour and fifteen minutes Just between three fights. three fights. If they go the distance, it's beautiful. I don't <laughs> think that. I think. Uh, I mean, well, we're gonna do our official. Yeah, picks, we'll do it. We'll do it. Uh, yeah, closer to, but uh, yeah, that's gonna be good. And then yeah. that's that's just the three main card or fights. We're not even talking about the yeah. undercard and the prelims and all that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that shit's stacked. I think Mike Perry's on the uh, prelim. Yeah, uh, uh, the prelim well main event. Main event. Main event. Who else was it? There was a couple other people that were. Uh, Ian Hein, uh, Ian Heinish. I know is going to be <laughs> yeah. on that card. I know he's so uh, German, dude. Solid. I'm surprised yeah. he doesn't have an SS Him tattoo. His, uh, cleft lip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> hey, can't help it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know the guy. And I'm sure he's nice <laughs> as fuck. But I mean, come on, Ian Heinish, and then you yeah. see him, and he looks aggressive. Blue like, eyes, blonde hair guy. <laughs> yeah, likes hurting people. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on now. Uh, it's jokes, people. So that uh, that's definitely going to be one to stay tuned to. Yeah, I know you're his biggest fan. <laughs> and hi got the represents from the motherland <laughs> yeah russian <laughs> he's russian all of a sudden <laughs> so if you don't have anything uh i don't have anything probably uh go ahead and sign us off my guy all right don't get beat up out there in the <laughs> playground <laughs> take it easy everybody see ya